This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville Speedway, and 10th Street, next to Ben Davis High School, for great specials, including the two for two fifty and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey of the Kevin Kersey Agency. The Kevin Kersey Insurance Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group, can help you with your home, life, auto, or business needs. We are located at 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg, and our phone number is 317-286-3481. We can also be found on Facebook at the Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. Hey, Hendricks County, this is radio and TV commentator Abdul Hakim Shabazz, the editor and publisher of IndiePolitics.org. It's a place where smart Hoosiers get their news. Although the state house is just a few miles away, we know sometimes it can seem like a million miles. But you know what? When it comes to issues like road funding, schools, putting more Hoosiers to work, and fighting the drug epidemic, those issues hit close to home. That's why we want you to bookmark IndiePolitics.org. At IndiePolitics.org, we bring you in-depth comprehensive coverage of the big issues facing Indiana. And we also bring you Indiana's newsmakers in their entirety. And here's what's even better. It doesn't cost you a thing. So pay us a visit. IndiePolitics.org. It's where smart Hoosiers get their news. The Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Today's program is made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency, 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg. And now here's your host, Rob Kendall. Welcome into another edition of Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us on the program. Well, big news last week was the... Well, they called it the repeal of Obamacare, but it didn't uh, It didn't really repeal Obamacare. They left out the repeal part of repeal and replace, right? Yeah, that's what they did. They replaced Obamacare. It was unveiled by the House of Representatives. And, uh, well, started looking at the bill and thought, uh, this could have some profound impact on us here in the state of Indiana. And with the state to talk about that, our good friend, data analyst, political guru, historian, renaissance man scott strong (laughs) scott how are you i'm good all right uh so i was looking at this bill and the thing that stood out to me as i started perusing through it is the profound impact this bill if it passed in its current form could have on the state of indiana and the hip 2.0 program which ironically is mike pence's signature piece of uh health legislation while he was governor yes that's for sure i mean so and it's it doesn't have an immediate impact and just so the audience knows this bill hasn't already passed congress but it does seem to be picking up some steam oh yeah and it is on the track i mean something is passing in some semblance of this very soon right yes it is okay all right so uh looking through this basically what this bill does to the state to impact indiana is it dramatically decreases the reimbursement rate for what they call able-bodied Americans Mm -hmm. on Medicaid, right? Yes, it does. Okay, so now we were told when Governor Pence expanded HIP 2.0, this is not an expansion of Medicaid, right? That's right. That's right. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now they've come out and said, well, this is going to hurt Indiana because it hurts the expansion of medicaid yes it does so where am i missing am i missing something no no you're right there so part of the hip 2.0 is there was a 
a coverage of 95% of what they call expansion, Medicaid expansion in the state of Indiana. And as this new bill looks by 2020, it will reduce it by now just 5%, but normally 5% isn't that much. But in our case, uh, you know, they're talking trillions at the federal level. We're talking billions here. And when you take off 5%, it's going to hurt. Yeah. So, yeah. So you're talking a profound impact of of uh, hundreds of millions of dollars. Yep. And that's in the short term, right? Yeah. So I, I, by 2020, it will reduce 5%, but that's going to not give coverage to th- what they're estimating now. For, of course, the, the scoring of the CBO is not official and everything, right. but we're looking at probably 35% of new enrollees not being compensated by the federal government. So what happens then is that comes back to the state, right? That's right. And the state will have to make a decision on whether they want to cover these people or say, have a nice day. That's right. So we're talking about right now, HIP 2.0 covers about 420,000 Hoosiers. Now, that's a lot when you only have six, seven million people in the state. Yeah. And the HIP thing to me now, Mike Pence, nice guy, very nice guy, worked at we worked at the same radio station. <laughs> That's right. I mean, That's we're right. WIBC guys. We're in the WIBC fraternity. But um, got a little problem with telling telling people exactly what's going on while he was governor. Because, let's face it, they opted out of Common Core. Mm-hmm. Then they opted back into 90% of Common Core, and it cost us about $125 million. Yes. Now, did the Medicaid expansion, which is fine. That's okay. That's his purview as the governor. But... That wouldn't have played very well if you were running for president. So they said, well, it wasn't Medicaid expansion. It was HIP 2.0. It was HIP expansion. Yes, he, he was smart. He didn't call it, um, you know, Pence Care or like Romney Care or anything like that. Right. But now it's time as we get down to the nitty gritty to pay the piper. That's and right. it turns out it turns out it was a big old expansion of Medicaid, right? Yes. And that's why we're having this big debate over cigarette tax in the state of Indiana because we're looking to use cigarette tax to plug the hole now the reason i bring this up because by the way they're very nice to me on wibc they were saying what a, how much i knew about everything the last time i was on there I thought, okay i better figure i better start knowing everything uh i have said this for a very long time and you can take it for what it is it's somebody who had some success at the local level and had to deal with the state it's somebody who's worked in state government and had to deal with the state the state of Indiana, like most governments, is a big giant house of cards. Yes. And let's be very clear that Indiana is a hell of a lot better than many of our neighbors, right? Yes, it really has. So there, and a lot of this ties back to some of the frugality that we had under Mitch Daniels. I was just thinking about how, you know, it's only been four years since Mitch was here, but how much the landscape has changed politically in Indiana with that time and the effects on the budget. We're praying that we have the economy gearing up because that's the only going to be saving grace for our budget woes By in the Indiana. By the way, I saw some report the other day that said that the state estimates of revenue were 100 20 million dollars off yes like who still has a job being 120 <laughs> you and i could do this i said this years That's ago right. i said this years ago i said i could throw a dart at a dartboard and get within 120 million bucks how much are we paying these people yes yeah, so yeah the so the recent budget forecast is we had 114 million extra dollars show up not that we've ever found extra money in our state budget before but Thank God it's there. Again, our guest, uh, Scott Strong, we're talking about the effect of the Republican plan to replace 
No repeal, contrary to what you're being told. There is not a repeal. There is a re- replacement yes. of, uh, of Obamacare. Okay, so what I was going to say, though, Indiana, while better than most of our neighbors, is a big giant house of cards because what happened under the Pence administration is they didn't reduce government. They reduced the money allocated to government. Yes. So you had the same amount of services demanded, mm-hmm. but not the revenue given to the services. Correct. Okay, so what happens then eventually is... It implodes on each on everybody, right? Yes, I mean, yes. you cannot. It's 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 like if you in your household budget, if you say we're going to allocate the same amount of money with the same amount of stuff, we need the same amount of food, we need the same amount of everything, but not the same amount of money. Eventually, you run out of money. Yes. Yeah, so what what really saved the state was uh, a toll road that was sold off for three point eight billion dollars, and they dumped three point eight billion dollars into the coffers over an eight year period, eight to ten year period. Well, guess what? The money's run out. So now they're trying to raise cigarette taxes. They're trying to raise gas taxes to plug the hole. All right. So the hip two point thing has been a big deal for me because and I've said this for a long time when this whole roads thing started. I said nobody held a gun to the legislature's head and made them expand hip. Now. Here's how HIP works, because I've talked to people that are on HIP, and I don't begrudge these people whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It's a legal yep. thing, and good for them, and everybody who can do it, you know, if they want to, should take, try to take advantage of it. As an able-bodied person mm-hmm. who could work more, could yes. find a job without insurance, or with insurance, they base it on your tax return. Yes. Now, keep in mind, on paper... Very likely, the president of the United States, who's a billionaire, probably lost money legally many years on his tax return. Yes. Now, I don't know that for sure, but that's very likely. That's a that's what they call a strong maneuver in the uh, in the business world. Uh, yeah. You can show pretty much anything on a tax return. Yeah. So what you what you can do and and what's happened here? You know this. Yes. This is your area. <laughs> this is my area. So um, what's interested is you got to go back to the original tenets of Obamacare. Where was the money funded for all of this? And it was funded in part, a lot of people missed this, there, but there was a 3.8% wealthy tax. If you made over $200,000 as an individual, over, over a quarter million dollars as a couple, you paid an extra 3.8%. So think about this. If you made just a million dollars, that's $38,000 extra that you pay. And our new Obamacare or the Trump care, whatever you want to call this repeal, whatever, wipes that away. So some of that money that was coming in is not coming in, even as they're changing things up. Right. So what happens in HIP 2.0 is if you're an able-bodied person and you qualify based on your tax return, you can get insurance for $12 mm-hmm. a year. It's a great deal. $12 a year. Absolutely so remember, great deal. remember, when you look at your premium... If you qualify under HIP, now this is not the guy in the wheelchair, it's not a person with a serious illness who can't function. Those are the people society should be taking care of. But under HIP, which is the gold standard, and still Pence is still out there running around saying it's the gold standard, Mm -hmm. you as an able-bodied person, if your tax return can show the right thing, can get insurance for $12 a year. Yeah. And that's, that's a covering prescriptions and doctor visits. and What it is, is it's kind of like a, a, a tractor pull. You know, if you've ever seen a tractor pull, it's a light weight on people in the first couple of years. And then the farther you go down that track for a tractor pull, the weight gets heavier and heavier. And this is the way hip is. In the first couple of years, it works out pretty good. But the further the long you get, the more costs come back to the government and more costs that comes back to the taxpayers of Indiana. 
And the issue that I have with this is, well, I have an issue that they're doing it, but that you win some, you lose some. But it's the state of Indiana is selling a bill of goods. Mm -hmm. What Indiana did is they took federal dollars that were made available through Obamacare. These mm-hmm. dollars yes. are made available through Obamacare. And that's okay if you're going to come out like uh, What's-His-Face in Ohio came out and just said, we're yeah. going to expand Medicaid. And they yep. did that. And that's okay. That's okay. Win, lose, or draw. Somebody wins the election. That's okay. But don't come out and act like, well, we deplore Obamacare. And it's it's so awful. And uh, it's just it's it's run over everyone. But give us the money, right? We, yeah. give, give us that money. Give us that federal <laughs> money because we know how to implement it better. Yeah, the interesting thing about this is that we the, the Republican side has deplored Obamacare for eight years. Now they have a chance to do something, and it's almost like they're being caught off guard. I mean, you've had eight years to put something together. Where's the plan? Yeah, all right, we're going to take a break here from our underwriters. When we come back, we'll talk about what's going on with uh, Republican uh, Obamacare, or Obamacare 2, Ryan Care, I don't know what we call it, and the political fallout if they pass this. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. Hi, this is Billy Joe with Three Dimensions Salon, inviting you to come see us at 729 North Green Street, Suite D in Brownsburg. At Three Dimensions, we believe life isn't about finding yourself, it's about creating yourself. Three Dimensions has an awesome array of services, including designer cuts, highlights, and color blending. We are now taking appointments. Find out for yourself the difference we can make by calling 317-852-5577. Get more information about Three Dimensions Salon by liking our Facebook page. This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday, 1230 to 9, Friday and Saturday, 12 to 930. More information about our flavors and specialty Sundays can be found on our Facebook page or Instagram account by searching Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today. Go Bulldogs! This is Jody Harley with Brownsburg Academy. Brownsburg Academy provides child care for families with classes focusing on child development. Brownsburg Academy provides daily activity reports, progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033. This is Dave Thomas for TNT Tax. TNT Tax is a local small business that performs tax preparation for personal and sole proprietor businesses as well as LLCs. My wife and I have been preparing taxes together in our family-owned business for 25 years. TNT Tax is located at 5389 Rockville Road, Suite 900 in Indianapolis. Our phone number is 317-244-7900. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio. 
You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall along with Scott Strong. We're talking about uh, Obamacare 2.0, Ryan Care, Trump Care, whatever you want to call it. Uh, first segment we talked about the impact it will have on Indiana. And I go back to that, Scott, real quick, uh, kind of to wrap up that thought. Indiana's going to run out of money if they repeal the if they repeal this if the, the doll, federal dollars allocated to Medicaid expansion. Yeah, there, there's definitely some winners, losers, and then people in between. Um, so you know, it, it's been a great deal for hospitals across the country. Twenty million new patients that they've gotten paid for by the federal government. Now that's going to run out, and a lot of changes in the taxes. And here's what I said on WIBC the other day. I said, look. There, there are what is that's an old saying in the stock market. There's good news. There's bad news. There are no, no surprises. Yes. Investors know how to deal with good news. They know how to deal with bad news. They don't know how to deal with surprises. That's exactly. That's when you have a 2008 <laughs> thing when there's a big surprise. Yeah. Um, same thing sort of holds true when you're dealing with the federal government, especially in something as monumental as Obamacare, because all these states made decisions based mm-hmm. upon what the federal law was going to be and how the dollars are allocated. So it's like playing baseball. You go up there and you bat, you get three strikes. So you can look at two strikes and say, well, those weren't good pitches to hit. I don't have to swing. That's what they're doing here. The rules of the game were that the federal government is going to allocate X amount of dollars to the states based on Medicaid expansion. So we know that we can administer health care, this amount of health care to this amount of people or whatever. And so the state of Indiana, while it was a Medicaid expansion, and I take onus that they have not been truthful about that, made their decision on yes. how they were going to administer their health care plan based on the, the federal government allocating these dollars, right? Yeah, so what seems to have happened is um, Obamacare has had too much time to kind of get into the marketplace. And so the Republicans, at least on Capitol Hill, are very conscientious about pulling it back. They're going to pull it back some, but they're not going to pull it back like they would have if we had won in 2012. So that's the issue. Right, so now what you're doing is it's basically like a guy's up to bat and in the middle of the game going, that's the second strike, you're out. That's right. You're changing the rules in the middle of the game, and that is unfair, which brings me to my next point. What the Republicans are trying to do is not repeal and replace Obamacare, which is what they campaigned on for six years. They're trying to, like you said, modify it, right? Yeah, they really are. They're still trying to keep all the things to keep their constituencies people happy out here. Unfortunately, most of the people that they're going to make happy are probably going to be voting against them in the next election. Okay, so am I wrong to say this is a big fat lie and everybody who told it should be run out on the rails? You know, it's going to have some serious consequences when it comes back. I don't know if they should be run out on the rails, but um, a lot of people want to run them out. Well, I mean, because this was the deal, right? Yeah. I mean, going back to 2010, this was the the deal. This was the thing. Repeal it. This is why the Tea Party rose and things come along. The idea was we're going to have all these younger people. We're going to get them on because they're paying. Now we have enough money to make the system solvency. And the younger people said, no, I'm not paying. I am so mad about this. And I will say this right now, that any person who votes for this, this bill, uh, any, any person, I, I don't, I'm going to have a very hard time supporting. Now, I will exclude the Trumpster from this mm-hmm. because he didn't spend six years no, exactly. out there uh, passing bills, saying it. And his job, I think he genuinely believes... The only way he's going to be able to get this done is in phases. But if it's Rakita, if it's any of these congressmen, any of these people who ran out there and voted, voted for a repeal bill. Mm-hmm. They, 
They vo- they voted six times to repeal this law. Not repeal and replace. Repeal, repeal. repeal the law, right? Right. What happened? And, and nothing, absolutely. I mean, it was great political theater to vote against it. Now, all of a sudden, that the votes count, it's not there anymore. And so I, I don't know the, the thing about this is, is you know, they, they, they you make assumptions on some things, but there's already some things that Trump has done. He signed executive orders that said to tell the IRS not to enforce the penalties on Obamacare. This year, in 2016, it was a $695 penalty. Um, so, or basically 2.5% of somebody's income. So those are big numbers that we're not going to get. And the Republicans do this every single time. Yes, they, and, and they do it every single time. They come to people and they, when they need votes, we're conservative. We're going to repeal this. We're going to, we're going to repeal it. We're going to, we just got to, first of all, we got to get the house. Okay. We got the house. Now we got to get the Senate. Okay. Now we got to get the presidency. We gave it to you, man. That's right. We gave it to you. Now they want a 60-seat majority in 2018. Right, because if they, <laughs> if they had come out and said, well, we're going to modify Obamacare, nobody would have gone to vote for them. That's right. It was, we're going to repeal it, and then we're going to replace it. Why, if they have passed, this is amazing to me, They like it was six times they mm-hmm. voted to repeal Obamacare, successfully voted to repeal Obamacare, and then they come out and go, nah, we're not doing that. Yeah, it it seems like if they would have been smart, I mean, you had literally six to eight years to put together a good plan. They shouldn't have been taken off of their, you know, they kind of like, oh, my gosh, we won the election. We can finally do something. They should have had a plan put together a long time ago on this. They should have had it vetted. So now what's going to happen is they're trying to put something together. They should go ahead, in my opinion, is repeal it and make this a new plan and repeal it so it repeals in like 2018 or 2020 that gives you some time to put something together and then you literally can start over from scratch yeah this thing is it's never going to work it's never going to work in its current form Mm -hmm. because now you're changing it's not fair to the states i mean as crazy as it sounds it is not fair to the states because the states have made uh, yeah they have made their decisions based on the edict of the federal government yeah and the issue is here this is all still in the house the senate where the Republicans are a little bit wishy-washy, and we, we, you know, even struggling to have the one or two extra votes to confirm Trump's cabinet, you know, the Senate's already pronouncing this dead on arrival. That way, their idea is you kill this, then Obamacare stays in track, even though Obamacare is going down as we speak. You have, if this passes, if, if it passes, as you said, it has not passed yet, mm-hmm. but you have been lied to. I, I don't know yeah. what any person that, that in the state of Indiana that is in federal office... Other than Donnelly. I guess yeah. Donnelly's okay. Yeah. Oh, Donnelly's making good traction yes. out of this. He's saying, hey, you got four to six million people. They're going to have their health shirts taken away. I'm against that. It's a wonderful strategy for These him. These guys cannot be this stupid. They can't be this stupid. Well, I'll tell you what. It's, it's How many amazing. elections do you have to win? <laughs> Apparently not enough from what's going on. They want one more, one more. (laughs) All right, we're going to take another quick break. When we come back, we will continue to talk about uh, Obamacare. Uh, They call it repeal and replace. I haven't seen the repeal, neither has Scott, but maybe we're just, maybe we don't know what's going on. Plus, what we will talk about is there's one, now maybe two guys that are going to have to vote on this that could soon be running for another office. We'll talk about the political implications of that. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. Rob Kendall here, speaking with Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Donald, what is Impact Youth Mentoring? Rob, we are a not-for-profit group pairing mentors with at-risk youth in Hendricks County and developing tomorrow's leaders. 
How long has Impact Youth been around and how many children have been impacted? We were formed in 2011 and have impacted more than 125 kids through our mentoring and after-school tutoring services. So how can folks get involved with Impact Youth? We are always in need of some good folks who are interested in becoming a mentor for children in Hendricks County who could use mentoring. And if someone wants more information? You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall along with Scott Strong talking about the impact of Obamacare 2, Obamacare Light, Republican Care, Ryan Care. We got a lot of names out yes. there. What it is going to do is not be good for the state of Indiana. And uh, speaking of guys that are going to have to vote on this, there are two out there that are rumored to be seeking a higher office. Of course, Joe Donnelly, friend of the show, yep, uh, will be up for re-election next year. And there are now two rumored U.S. House members seeking that seat. We know Messer's in, right? Yeah, Messer looks like he's definitely in. Um, and we've got our own congressman here in the fourth that looks like he's inching that way. Yeah, so uh, I guess I'm important enough now that people call and tell me things. Because <laughs> late last week, my phone started blowing up with people going, Rakita's calling people asking them to volunteer for it. <laughs> yes. and, and a couple of the people that uh, you know that, that he had called and I guess told people and people called me mm. and I got very specific information and I confirmed the information. So... I think Rakita's in too. Yeah, it sounds like our two those are it, those are going to be the big dogs that are in it. Um, Luke Messer and um, Todd Rakita. There's a couple other people that are out there. Um, so, but those are the ones that are going to gather most of the attention. All right, now this is interesting to me because I think Rakita's going to get the treatment that Stutzman got from uh, the GOP last year. Uh, was it last year? Two years ago? No, last year, right? Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, last, it was last year. It all runs together yeah. now. Uh, or I think that they're going to bombard uh, pac money against him because uh, Rakita, I like Rakita, nice mm -hmm. guy, but uh, prone to uh, shoot off of the hip sometimes. Yeah, the only thing here is is that Luke Messer isn't kind of the wonder boy that Todd Young was. That's going to be the kind of saving grace. So it's going to be a tough race. It's probably one of those that um, Rokita does seem to have a good organization, and he has been moving around. He's also accepting a lot of um, Republican Day dinner invites in um, Luke Messer's district. Um, that's happened a couple months ago. So he's been etching towards this. So it's pretty much here, and both of them are going to be well-funded. There is no way, right, that either one of these guys can vote for this Obamacare two thing if they're running for uh, for Senate, right? No way. You know, yeah. Republican primary? No way. No. I mean, you've seen most of the Republicans very skittish on town halls because of the turnout. Um, so you've seen some some things down in the 8th that have been kind of not so pleasant for those congressmen to show up and talk to their, their constituencies. So that's that's an issue. Now, what will be interesting then is if Rakita gets in. Now, again, I'm surprised Rakita's going to, because he's got a nice position in the House now. He's uh, he's yep. way up there yes, on, the he is. on the budget, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so this is this is another tough one because these guys, you know, there's two congressmen, $175,000 a year job, you know, all the nice benefits right. and the perks, but take a look at where Stutzman is today. Yeah. One of those is going to be there in a couple of years. Right, and uh, yeah, it's really fascinating to me too because, like I said, Rakita at least is on the budget committee. He's way yes. up there. They, yep. He's a he's a big guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, getting invited to the White House. Yeah, yeah, that, that's uh, that that's. Uh, I would like to point out, though, that I got to meet the Trumpster before any of these people <laughs> that's did. Right, right, right. right. I mean, come on. But uh, yeah, that's very shocking to me because um, you know, I I think he, I, <laughs> I don't know. I've been wrong before, but I just I think uh, I think he's going to find a very rude awakening once the establishment wing of the Republican Party gets involved in this. Because after Murdoch, they basically said no more people that can that'll that'll be on TV saying crazy stuff. Yeah, so... What they deem crazy stuff. Rokita has a few different things, though, from the last election. One is that he was Secretary of State, and he has worked very hard to keep his reliances and, and alliances intact from that time where he traveled the state and got out and got to know a lot of people. Luke has not had as that wide-reaching things, but he does seem to have more support from the establishment wing. So establishment, depending on how Trumpster and all that comes down, could be a plus or a negative for him. All right, uh, prediction. This will pass, this will not pass, this will... I don't think that it will pass in its oh, really? current. I don't think it'll pass in its current form. I think that it'll get modified more. Um, it might come out of the, like pretty close to this in the House, but I think the Senate there will be a reconciliation bill. Um, but my, I'm not overconfident that that reconciliation bill is going to make it that much better. It may just roll back some of the things they're doing here and keep a lot of these things in. Now, real quick, because you understand this. Take us through how the reconciliation thing works. Remember, that's how they passed Obamacare the first time, right? That's right. You, so You can't make any changes to the bill? Is that how that works? Well, what happens is the House will pass their version, and then the Senate will pass their versions, and then basically they get together for kind of like a conference committee, and then it starts a, a Wild West negotiation. Unfortunately, what we've seen in these negotiations, things never get taken away. Right. Things just get added back to and, the bill. And this is how, like, the guy from Nebraska got uh exempt the corn husker kickback yes and exactly all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was, uh, so you're you're there where you've got 49 votes and you need the 50th and you come to the guy like todd young in indiana and say todd what would you like and then he says oh i want a new bridge across sure, from, right. from my house right right, right. okay <laughs> all right um uh, i'm pretty upset i got i got a I, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I'm I, I'm not gonna lie because I was lied to. <laughs> yes. Well, it's early, so these bills aren't finalized. I suspect we'll have a lot more changes. So you'll probably have something more to raise your blood pressure soon. You know, <laughs> and I, I say this every year. It seems like I vote for fewer and fewer Republicans, and I'm not saying I, I don't vote for Democrats. I'm just saying I vote for fewer and fewer Republicans. And this is this this stuff is why, man. I mean, it is. Yes, so I think what we're going to see is this could have ramifications in ways that people don't think about it. And I think one of those will be is there will be a proliferate of new candidates that will run for Congress and the Senate in two years when they, this, thing's come, this thing gets passed. Because we always hear about, well, you can't kick these people off their insurance. What about people like me who lost their insurance because of this thing? What about me? 
What about yeah. the people, the business owners that have seen their premiums triple or oh, quadruple? Yes. What about these people? Yeah, so it's 50% of the people in the country are on employer's insurance, and it's not being hit, but they're having to still pay much of the way for everybody else. All right, Scott, great job as always. Thanks. All right, don't forget if you missed any part of today's show, check out the podcast anytime you want. We're on SoundCloud and iTunes. You can download the show right to your smartphone or tablet. Go back and listen anytime you want. Just search Central Indiana today. And as always, the podcast presented by McDonald's. Until next time, I'm Rob Kendall saying have yourself a great evening. You've been listening to the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency, 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg. An archive of today's program can be heard at our website, wyrz.org. Tune in next time for another edition of the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today with your host, Rob Kendall. This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville, Speedway, and 10th Street next to Ben Davis High School for great specials, including the two for $2.50 and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey. Since 1968, our family has been helping customers with their insurance needs. We provide insurance coverage for life, home, auto, and recreational vehicles. We are located at 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg, and our phone number is 317-286-3481. The Kevin Kersey Agency can also be found on Facebook at The Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. The Kevin Kersey Agency is a proud member of the Farmers Insurance Group. Hey, Hendricks County, this is radio and TV commentator Abdul Hakim Shabazz, the editor and publisher of IndyPolitics.org. It's the place where smart Hoosiers get their news. Although the state house is just a few miles away, we know sometimes it seems like a million miles. But you know what? When it comes to issues like road funding, schools, putting more Hoosiers to work, and fighting the drug epidemic, those issues hit close to home. That's why we want you to bookmark IndyPolitics.org. At IndyPolitics.org, we bring you in-depth comprehensive coverage of the big issues facing Indiana. And we also bring you Indiana's newsmakers in their entirety. And here's what's even better doesn't cost you a thing. So pay us a visit, indypolitics.org. It's where smart Hoosiers get their news. Hi, this is Billy Joe with Three Dimensions Salon, inviting you to come see us at 729 North Green Street, Suite D in Brownsburg. At Three Dimensions, we believe life isn't about finding yourself. It's about creating yourself. Three Dimensions has an awesome array of services, including designer cuts, highlights, and color blending. We are now taking appointments. Find out for yourself the difference we can make by calling 317-852-5577. Get more information about Three Dimensions Salon by liking our Facebook page. This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday, 1230 to 9, Friday and Saturday, 12 to 930. More information about our flavors and specialty Sundays can be found on our Facebook page or Instagram account by searching Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today. Go Bulldogs! This is Jody Harley with Brownsburg Academy. Brownsburg Academy provides child care for families with classes focusing on child development. 
Brownsburg Academy provides daily activity reports, progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033. This is Dave Thomas for TNT Tax. TNT Tax is a local small business that performs tax preparation for personal and sole proprietor businesses as well as LLCs. My wife and I have been preparing taxes together in our family-owned business for 25 years. TNT Tax is located at 5389 Rockville Road, Suite 900 in Indianapolis. Our phone number is 317-244-7900. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. Rob Kendall here, speaking with Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Donald, what is Impact Youth Mentoring? Rob, we are a not-for-profit group pairing mentors with at-risk youth in Hendricks County and developing tomorrow's leaders. How long has Impact Youth been around and how many children have been impacted? We were formed in 2011 and have impacted more than 125 kids through our mentoring and after-school tutoring services. So how can folks get involved with Impact Youth? We are always in need of some good folks who are interested in becoming a mentor for children in Hendricks County who could use mentoring. And if someone wants more information? You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio.